Hello everyone and welcome to the Weekly Muse for the 13th of August to the 19th of August, where I bring you the latest news and events from around the world of music over the past week. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. This week in our Blast from the Past segment, called This Week in History, there are a large number of stars of the music industry celebrating their birthdays once again, with Larry Graham of Sly and the Family Stone turning 74, pop queen Madonna turns 62, Belinda Carlisle, known for her hits Summer Rain and Heaven is a Place on Earth, turns 62, Izzy Stradlin replacement and Guns N' Roses guitarist Gilby Clark turns 58, lead singer of Deep Purple Ian Gillan turns 75, bass player of Queen John Deacon turns 69, Australian singer-songwriter Missy Higgins turns 37, and finally, Kevin Rowland turns 67. He was the lead singer of Dexy's Midnight Runners, known for their classic hit, Come On Eileen. This week in history, there are a number of major events and interesting happenings from around the world. In 1939, the musical The Wizard of Oz opens at Lowe's Capitol Theatre in New York. In 1956, Elvis Presley releases the great track, Don't Be Cruel. In 1967, the original founding members of Fleetwood Mac made their live debut at the National Jazz and Blues Festival, playing on the same bill as Pink Floyd, Jeff Beck, Small Faces, Cream, Donovan and even Chicken Shack, which was the band future Fleetwood Mac member Christine McVie was a part of. In 1969, the famous Woodstock Festival was held on Max Yasker's dairy farm in Bethel on the outskirts of New York. The event was attended by 400,000 people on the 600-acre farm, with an incredible lineup including Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, The Who, Credence Clearwater Revival, Santana, Canned Heat, Joan Baez, Sly and the Family Stone, The Grateful Dead, and many more. Also in the year 1969, Mick Jagger was shot in the hand during filming of the Australian film Ned Kelly about the famous Bushranger. In 1975, Peter Gabriel left the band Genesis, forcing the band to search for a new lead singer. They auditioned 400 potential replacements before deciding Phil Collins, who was already the drummer, could become the lead vocalist instead. In 1977, the king of rock and roll Elvis Presley is sadly found dead by his girlfriend Ginger Alden at Graceland at the age of 42, the cause being deemed as cardiac arrhythmia or heart failure. In 1979, reports circulated that the wife of Keith Richards, Anita Palenberg, was linked to the witch's cult in the area of South Salem, New York. The reports came after a police officer was attacked by a bunch of hooded individuals. A young man claimed he was approached by Anita for a pot-smoking orgy, and locals found dead animals believed to be sacrificed close to Anita's house. In 1986, drummer Rick Allen of Def Leppard makes his epic return to the band live at the Monsters of Rock Festival in England after losing his arm in a car accident where he miraculously learnt to play just as well as before the accident. In 1991, grunge band Nirvana filmed the iconic music video for Smells Like Teen Spirit, costing them $50,000 to make and featuring real Nirvana fans as the audience to give it a more authentic feel. In 1992, Kurt Cobain also welcomed his daughter, Frances Bean Cobain, into the world with wife Courtney Love. In 1994, members of Oasis and The Verve were arrested after smashing up a hotel bar and breaking into a church, stealing communion wine in the process while touring in Sweden. 
in 2001, a pizza-stained piece of paper signed by the Beatles members John Lennon, Paul McCartney and George Harrison is sold for $48,000 to an anonymous individual from Melbourne, Australia. In 2002, Adam Ant pleaded guilty for threatening pubgoers in London after he threatened them with a starting pistol when he was refused entry and made matters worse by throwing a car alternator through the pub window. In 2004, Robbie Williams' song Angels was voted the best single of all time by VH1, fending off Wonderwall by Oasis, Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden, and Aerosmith with I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. In 2008, Lady Gaga releases her debut album The Fame. In 2009, Les Paul, who was an American songwriter, guitarist, and most notably inventor of the Gibson Les Paul solid body electric guitar, dies at the age of 94. In 2014, Ed Sheeran's album Multiply spends its eighth straight week at number one in the UK, joining James Blunt's Back to Bedlam as the equal record holder as a male solo artist in the UK. The same album Ed studied and attempted to beat by literally taking his friend James Blunt's diary and working on how he can equal or better him. And finally in 2018, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, passes away from pancreatic cancer at the age of 76. This week we saw a number of popular new single releases, with some of the best including Australian musician Matt Corby releasing a beautiful new track called If I Never Say A Word, showing off his deep haunting vocals. Miley Cyrus with a new catchy track called Midnight Sky, Drake and Little Dirk with Laugh Now Cry Later, one of my personal favourites Laney have released a great new track titled You, Sam Fisher has a solid new pop track called Everybody's Got Somebody, Rising Star Youngblood has collaborated with Denzel Curry with the track Lemonade, legendary band The Killers are back with a great new tune called Dying Breed, Dua Lipa has teamed with Missy Elliott and Madonna for a funky new beat called Levitating. An easy listening track called One Star by Derek is also trending. Promising new artist Benny with her track Snail. Alicia Keys has collaborated with DJ Khaled for a track called So Done. And finally, there is a great new artist called Teeks with a track called Without You that is simply beautiful and moving and most definitely worth a listen. Notable and new albums released this week include Holly Humberstone with Falling Asleep at the Wheel, with not much other movement on the radar this week. As we take a look at who's topping the singles charts around the world, with Australia and New Zealand very similar this week with Savage Love by Jason Derulo and Josh 685 at number 1, and WAP by Megan The Stallion and Cardi B at number 2. In the US, WAP by Megan The Stallion and Cardi B is at number one, with Roddy Rich and DaBaby with Rockstar at number two. On the European chart, Savage Love by Jason Derulo is at number one, with Rockstar by DaBaby and Roddy Rich at number two also. In the UK, Joel Corey and M Neck are still holding down first place with their track Head and Heart, while Savage Love by Jason Derulo is at number two. Harry Styles with Watermelon Sugar and The Weeknd with Blinding Lights are still hanging around, fluctuating from week to week, but remaining in the top 10 in most countries. With Smile by Juice World and The Weeknd, the new entrant into the top 10 in Australia and the US this week. On the album charts this week, Taylor Swift is holding down the top spot in Australia, New Zealand, the US and the UK with Folklore. At number 2 in Australia is Luke Bryan with Born Here, Live Here, Die Here, in the US, Juice World's posthumous album, Legends Never Die, is at number two. 
In the UK, last week's new and noteworthy album Glass Animals are number two with Dreamland. And finally in New Zealand, Pop Smoke is at number two with Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. This week, my artist of the week is Laney, also known as L-A-N-Y. The band that originally formed in Nashville in the US are set to release their third studio album titled Mama's Boy on the 2nd of October. Their latest single, You, has a brilliant, relaxed but uplifting beat with a driving guitar riff and lead vocalist Paul Klein's soothing voice as he sings about an individual and thanking them for making him a better person. Just recently, they've also released two other great tunes called Good Guys that speaks of the notion that good guys never win. That is a very underrated track that has gone so far unnoticed on the charts. While the track If This Is The Last Time is an ode to Paul's parents, who he pays his respects to for raising him well and ensuring he thanks them in case it is perhaps the last time they speak if something should happen. Personally, I've attended one of Laney's concerts last year here in Australia and was simply blown away at their ability to liven up their slower songs and adapt them to a live audience, with Paul's voice as flawless as it sounds on their records. Some of their best tracks to check out include Super Far, Pink Skies, Good Girls, 13, I Love You So Bad, Mean It With LAUV, Where The Hell Are My Friends, Thick And Thin, OK With Julia Michaels, I Don't Wanna Love You Anymore, The Breakup, Yeah Babe No Way, and Malibu Nights. Their music is relaxing and emotive, with their earlier works usually detailing the relationship during and after it broke down between the singer Paul Klein and Dua Lipa, along with 80s vibes and great instrumentals and synth beats by band members Jake Goss and Les Priest to accompany the great lyrics and vocals of Paul Klein. If you're a fan of bands like the 1975 or the Bad Sons, or artists like LAUV or Troy Sivan, then you will most likely enjoy the music of Laney. This week in the news, Ed Sheeran is selling his first ever recorded demo that he produced at the age of 13. The CD called Spinning Man that includes the track Typical Average Teen, as mentioned in episode 2 of Lyrics of Their Life, is included on the CD that is expected to sell for over £10,000. Sheeran says though that he is rather embarrassed by the CD, and says that he has 19 of the 20 that were made, with one of them falling into the hands of a family friend, who has now passed it on to one of their family members, deciding to put it up for auction. In news involving Robbie Williams, there are talks that he is considering moving back to his hometown of Stoke-on-Trent, over fears his children are becoming too entitled, living in LA. Robbie owns a house in West London, so a permanent move to this house in particular looks more likely. In other news, Pink and Keith Urban have collaborated on a new song called One Too Many, set for release on his upcoming album The Speed of Now Part 1, which comes out on the 18th of September. Pink has also sent out a strong message empowering women by uploading an image to Instagram of her surfing and showing off her strong muscular fires saying I always wondered why God gave me Thunderfires, it's cause he knew I'd use them. Our final story for this week is Slash Naming's top 10 favourite albums of all time, with number 1 being Aerosmith's Rocks, number 2 ACDC with Back in Black, Cheap Trick's self-titled album at number 3, Led Zeppelin with Led Zeppelin 2 at number 4, Black Sabbath with their self-titled album at number 5, The Who with Who's Next at number 6, the Rolling Stones with Let It Bleed at number 7, The Jimi Hendrix Experience with Are You Experienced at number 8, Eric Clapton's band Cream with Disarraeli Gears at number 9, and finally Van Halen with their self-titled album at number 10. 
Coming up this Monday on the 24th of August is the second half of the Robbie Williams story as we discuss Robbie's attempt to break into the American market, his amazing record-breaking performance at Nebworth, his struggles with producing quality material when his addiction to prescription medication forces him back into rehab, and his path to happiness and redemption as he finds his now wife Ida and ends up being a proud father of four. Be sure to join us for that episode, and if you haven't listened to our other episodes, including part one of the Robbie Williams story, Pink, Ed Sheeran and Freddie Mercury's two-part episode, then I highly recommend you check out these amazing stories. Well, that wraps up this instalment of the Weekly Muse. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of what's happening in the world of music today, and I look forward to next week. Don't forget, if you're really enjoying the podcast, it would be highly appreciated if you could leave a positive review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen, as this helps the podcast be seen and pushes us up the rankings so others can enjoy the podcast too. Make sure you let your friends and family know, and fellow music lovers, about the podcast. And if you're feeling really generous, you can even head to Patreon and support the podcast by signing up to one of three membership packages, ranging from just $1 to $5 a month. Become a VIP Backstage Pass member and receive access to our exclusive voting poll for Season 2. For the Season 2 VIP Pick episode, receive a bonus Rising Stars Top 25 Countdown Special episode, access to the Groupies and VIP Only group, a personal shout-out on social media, and finally a sneak peek at Season 2. Thanks again everyone for tuning in. I'm your host Adam Hampton, and this is Lyrics of Their Life.